You have to hold on. Are you recording right now? It's recording, dude. No, no, no. You're going to have to leave it in, but <laughs> I do need a beer. God damn it. All right. The Electro and Bono Movie Power. Where's Hawkeye? Listener discretion advised. You know what? I want to apologize to the people. Why? I want to straight up give an apology. Why? For last week's episode. (laughs) You want to know why? Why? Because we didn't bring up Ethan. Oh, <laughs> you're right. I don't apologize for anything else. Except <laughs> when we don't mention Hawk. The only the only thing that we left out of last week's episode is if Ethan Hawk was in the mummy, <laughs> what <laughs> role would the fucking Hawk take? Yeah. Well, how would he soar? What do you think, Bono? Uh, I O'Connell. picked the last one. O'Connell. He would have been O'Connell. O'Connell? You're going to get rid of the fucking the chin? Brendan's good, but Hawk. Well, 1999 Hawk was a very handsome man. I yeah. Think. <laughs> Still is. Oh, yeah. He's good. He got really skinny, though, but whatever. I'm okay, in for so Hawk. So how are we going to make it up to the, to the listeners here? What are we going to do? We're going to fucking have. Are we going to do it? We're going to have our first. Okay. Annual. Well, it's probably going to happen more than once a year. But <laughs> we're going to keep calling it the first or second or third annual Hawk Talk. Hawk Talk. The Hawk of the Week. <laughs> <laughs> the Hawk of the Month. The Hawk of the Year. It's the year of the Hawk in China. Episode I can Hawk. tell you that much. I can tell you that much about China. I don't know a lot about it. They have the year of the Hawk. And I'm not talking about the bird. No, about <laughs> they Ethan. honor Ethan Hawk Ethan over there Hawk. daily. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he has a holiday in Austin. Texas. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, as you said, what, what's when was Hawk born? What was that? November six. November six. And you made a fine point. 1970. You made a fine point earlier on when you said that I think that day should be changed into Independence. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh wait, hold on. All right, so we're gonna start off with a beautiful fun fact right now. Now uh, that I just said Independence, Independence Day. Day. Okay. Let's he was it. on. Wait, ID four Independence Day. He was on. He was on Conan. Like, I don't know, a year ago or something. Okay. Did you know that they offered he was they offered him the Will Smith part in that movie? Ethan Hawke. Yes. No way. And he turned it down. So they so in the Conan interview they asked uh, he asked them like, is there anything you've ever done that been offered that you regret not doing? And he was just like, ah, well, I remember. So like I was like, I think he had just done he, did, he this is when he was hitting big. He had just done like reality bites. Which is probably like his, uh, probably the, the first hitter that made him really famous. Great okay. movie. We're known a writer. Steve Zahn, a really young Steve Zahn, Janine Garofalo. Ben Stiller's first direction, his first director movie. Okay. Um, uh, and <clears throat> so he was just really famous off of that. And, um, uh, so he was said he was like driving, going like on a road trip with one of his friends. and He had a bunch of scripts. So he was like on the passenger side, like going through these scripts. And then he got the script for Independence Day. Mm-hmm. 
and that he looked at it and he said he was like at that point i was on top of the fucking world everybody wanted me for everything i was like a fucking hit fucking star yeah so like and i looked at that script so like and i fucking chucked it out the window what? as we were driving what he's like and then like a year or two later when it came out it's like and it was like the biggest hit ever he was just like all right maybe i fucked it. <laughs> <laughs> there's fucking big willy fucking fresh prince himself <laughs> you feel me it wouldn't have been the same, that's for sure. It would have had a good actor. <laughs> that's just... What are you talking about? Goldblum's in that shit. Yeah, imagine Hawk and Goldblum, the fucking the I want... dynamic we missed Do you out think on. he knew that Goldblum was going to be in that? I don't know. Might have swayed him, huh? Yeah. <laughs> oh, would... oh, fuck. Come on, bro. You Anything say yes immediately. Goldblum, yeah. man. You look out for that Goldblum episode coming soon. <laughs> it's coming soon. <laughs> it's happening, dude. We have a fucking list of actors that we're going to hit. Goldblum is on that Yeah, list. for sure. That would have been crazy, man. Imagine. ID4 with Hawk. Jesus. Because Hawk, Hawk's, I mean, have you, I mean, Will Smith's a good actor. I'm yeah, not he's saying good. he's not a. He's good in that one. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give him uh, that. Mission, I mean, Men in Black 2, dude. <laughs> no, forget about the first one. <laughs> Part two. Poker. Part two. I want you to look at the subtlety in his acting. <laughs> no. <laughs> Listeners, he is lying to my face. Uh, yeah. Right I, starring a long star, uh, Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> yeah. Hitter. <laughs> Hitter, my boy. Uh, yeah, so. Okay. We're starting off strong. Well, that's pretty hardcore. I had no clue. Yeah, I, I didn't either. I just found that out. The the great Conan O'Brien, a hero to me and to you as yeah, well. Yeah, for I, sure. Uh, Team Coco all day. All fucking day. Fuck Jay Leno. <laughs> yeah. Fuck Jimmy Fallon. Well, wait a minute. Jay Leno has awesome, an awesome That's fine. garage. That's fine. Great I'm not car saying, collection. I'm not saying, like, fuck cars. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or collections okay, of okay. them. Same mm. fuck Jay Leno for fucking Conan O'Brien. Okay, I get you, I get you. Conan O'Brien, the fucking the Electro and Bonner movie Power Hour supports you a hundred percent. Yeah, Conan, if you hear this, yeah, he just got a new podcast. It's really funny. Oh, did he really? Yeah. Anyway, so I just want to go. I know we say this every fucking time that we're just gonna go through these movies really <laughs> quick, and then we end up talking about him for fucking an hour and twenty minutes. Okay, but. Um, uh, I am just going to try to hit through these really fast because I do want to talk about these individually. Not all of these, but some of these individually in future Hawk Talks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. In the second annual, third annual Hawk Talk, you know, when, when Ethan himself reaches out. Dude, that's the goal of this <laughs> podcast. We're going to get Ethan Hawk. If we get Ethan Hawk yeah, dude. to speak to us. Yeah. To just tell us what his favorite movie is, dude. <laughs> That's it. That's all I want. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what. I, we'll stop. <laughs> we'll stop this. We'll retire. Yeah, that'll be the end we'll of this podcast. Yeah. From podcast. Hopefully, he never reaches out, huh? <laughs> Fuck. Hopefully, right. he doesn't respond on Twitter. So, he's one of these guys that has been acting since he was a kid, basically. Child actor. Really? Yeah. How old? Do you know? Oh, no. Um, uh, I would guess like 12 or something but i'm uh i'm not starting off with his first couple films the first thing i saw him in when i was a child 1991 was the year the fucking classic film i'm talking about is disney's white fang that was like a snake that was a snake bro. <laughs> but you know what fucking snakes have fangs you're right i think they're white <laughs> some of them <laughs> 
I don't remember a lot of that film, but I remember loving it as a little kid. And you know, it's it's about a it's about a fucking boy and his fucking wild wolf. That's pretty hardcore. White fangs. How? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, that was nineteen ninety one. We're going right straight into nineteen ninety three. The other film I've watched Tibbs was Alive. You remember Alive? Which one was that? Um, uh, it's that movie about the Chilean soccer team that crashed in the fucking mountain and oh, they eat each other cannibalism yeah, yeah, cannibalism. yeah. <laughs> yeah so he was the star of that motion picture that's fucking, fucking crushed great. it um uh, moving right along so that was in 1991 1993 1994 is when he did reality bites mm. ben stiller directed it. this was like a real gen x movie um uh Fucking 1994, that's like the height of fucking grunge. He's like in this fucking band. There's fucking Violent Femmes covers in it. We got Winona when she was at the fucking height of her fucking career. Fucking sexy little thing. Mm. Short hair, but mm. I was into it. It's pretty good. You know, reality bites. And then, so here we go. 1995, Before Sunrise. It's one of my very favorite fucking movies. Hmm. And I know it's probably going to be difficult to get you... There the to, romance film was your, yeah, is your favorite? It's one of my favorite movies. I'm going to make you watch these. Okay. I haven't seen this one, no. Um, uh, I'll, get, I'll get back to that one. Just, um, uh, but, so, right, so 95, 97, he does Gattaca. Fire movie. Terrific fucking film that's a one of the great science fiction films. yeah it's pretty legit um uh uma thurman when in her fucking prime she came across a hawk and you know he fucking rustled those feathers i feel he locked her down oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> he said fucking i'm all in he's like you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna slick these hawk feathers back and i'm gonna Show these shiny talons, and I'm gonna get a piece of that Uma Thurman meat. Oh, he got it. I'm gonna. This beak is sharp. <laughs> it's gonna bite right into Uma's tight little butt. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And he did. Yeah, he did for a couple of years. Did he marry her? He did marry her. Fuck. They had children together. What? Yes. That's awesome. You know what was awesome? <laughs> so he cheated on her, and um, they got a divorce. He cheated on her with the nanny. They got a divorce. But, I mean, silver lining, say what you want. It sounds like a scumbag move. But he ended up, like, falling in love with her, marrying her, and having kids with her. And he's still with her. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Okay. It's not like he just fucking banged the nanny and that was all. That's true. Hawk is a good man. I don't good want you guys man. any. Yeah, I don't no. want any of you listeners yeah. judging him, yeah, right? <laughs> but, um... Uh, there was an awesome interview that Howard Stern did with Uma Thurman, like right after the divorce. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, I'm going to quote something that you said right now. And he was just like, you said in this interview that if you and Ethan Hawke ever split up, that it would be your fault because he was such a good man. Jesus. And she was just there like, yep, I said it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Howard Stern. <laughs> so... Um, uh, going right into 1998, he did the Newton Boys. I've never seen this movie, but I'm only mentioning it because it was his second collaboration with uh, Richard Linklater, which I've mentioned. He's he's one of the top directors. Mo- like 
I haven't seen all of his movies, but every movie I've seen of his is they've all been really good. Directed uh the one that you would know is uh Dazed and Confused. Fire film. Which you and me used to watch a all lot the time. <laughs> <laughs> at one point in life. <laughs> we used to watch that movie a lot. It was just a good fucking movie. It's a very good fucking movie, man. Yeah. All right, all right. It made fucking McCon- McConaughey's fucking career, dude. Yeah. That fucking that's this director's responsible for fucking mcconaughey success you're welcome mcconaughey yeah i think that was mm-hmm. affleck's last good role i i swear mm-hmm. you know affleck's in that mm-hmm. and that was that was it for him mm-hmm. that was a highlight for him yeah mm-hmm. you know i don't really like mm-hmm. affleck <laughs> why <laughs> gonna put that out there. what are we doing dude this is supposed to, we're supposed to be talking about ethan the hawk okay. not bashing yeah, just, <laughs> no he was just in that movie and he was fucking tra- terrific that was okay. like his last good role Shut I'm up. i know that you like no. ben affleck movies no but way. he wrote no it he wrote a fucking jeep once <laughs> you fucking turned your yeah as fucking batman dude you turned your fucking batman would on. never drive a fucking jeep he just took a fucking car that was on the street no, bro. No. he stopped and looked around <laughs> saw the fucking black jeep yes give me that piece of shit wow sold out okay continue i well my, my first car was a jeep bro yeah, but you're not Ben Affleck, nor Batman, dude. Okay, okay but, you know, I felt like it. <laughs> In the Jeep. It did. Leather seats, my boy. V8. V8. Yeah, I that was I got some, that was my first car. I got action in that back seat, That's bro. That's what's up. I, got, I had some good time. I only had that car for a couple months before it fucking died yeah, on me. Yeah, stop trying to defend Affleck, dude, and let's move uh, on I'm with I'm defending Ethan. the Jeep. Uh, it's not a good thing. It's not a Why good thing. Why not? Jeeps are A lot terrible. of virginities. Many of virginities have been lost in Jeeps. <laughs> Not mine. But, <laughs> but, you know, I'm pretty sure I didn't take any either in that thing. But, Gross. You know, I took like maybe like their third try. <laughs> <laughs> third attempt. Yeah. That was the third one in. <laughs> Not a bad, not a bad number. Anyway. Right into 1990. Oh wait, no. From 1998, we go into 2001. Another Richard Linklater. He did three Richard Linklater movies in a row. Mm-hmm. Waking Life, which he only had a little bit in, but it was the same characters from from uh, Before Sunrise. And that's a that's an acid trip of a movie. It's like um uh like you know like uh the new spider-man movie that's kind of comic booky mm-hmm. it's like that oh that was that one where it's all like shot in that in that style he sort did of? two movies like that one with keanu reeves called the scanner darkly okay and so this was his first one it's like kind of like an acid trip of a movie that goes between a bunch of stories and just goes from person to person and shit. It's not a movie about one person. It, go, it kind of goes everywhere. It's a really trippy movie. Mm-hmm. So straight from that, 2001, same year, he did this movie, Tape. I watched this movie on cable like when I was a teenager. And this is a fucking terrific film. Like, um, uh, It takes place in a motel room. Mm-hmm. And it's just three people. You got Hawk. You got Uma Thurman. And I forget who the other actor was, but he was kind of big around that time. Robert Sean Leonard. That guy. <laughs> so this movie is about like three 
three friends from like high school that are reuniting like years and years later. Ethan Hawke plays a drug dealer. He's a drug dealer at this time. The guy was his best friend. And then Uma Thurman was just like a friend of theirs. So as it comes up, it's like really trippy movie. It comes up with that. Like they like, I don't know. I'd have to watch it again, but they like, fuck. I don't know if they like gang banged her or something. Whoa. And she was like drunk. So there's like this kind of like rape shit mm-hmm. that they're slowly like bringing up. And at first they weren't talking about it. They're talking about how they were like such good friends and all this shit. And then by the end of the movie, and then the movie takes place all in one room of just with these three people. You never fucking leave the fucking room. Mm. It's a fucking brilliant fucking piece of fucking cinema right there. I have to watch it again. Should all watch it. Yeah, we should. But yeah, it's great. And it's, sounds a, it's crazy. Just three people talking in a room and it's fucking terrific. Was he with Uma still when this was going yeah, down? I believe so. How she agree to this shit? <laughs> Some hardcore <laughs> shit, dude. <laughs> Uh, dude, 2001 was a busy year for my boy Because 2001 you fucking Go Look. straight into boom, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> boom. Training day my boy Fuck. Yeah Training. Excellent fucking film right there yeah. It's got Denzel It's got Hawk You got Hawk in there mm-hmm. Fucking I watched that movie in the theater 2001 How fucking old was I I was like fucking 12 mm. Yeah it was great fucking uh, his first maybe maybe his first oscar nomination i believe for that one really uh denzel won it he was Uh, nominated but um uh, ethan hawk was nominated for best supporting actor i do believe he didn't win but he was nominated i mean who the fuck doesn't like yeah best supporting role ethan hawk who did he lose it out to? Do you know? Let's see who, who won that one. No, I don't. What piece of garbage. <laughs> Denzel won it for best lead role. Best actor, yeah. That's legit. That's right. That was the same year that Halle Berry won, and it was like a big year for for black people winning Oscars. Denzel gave a, a very heartfelt speech. And, um, you know, Bono's, Bono, who, who fucking won? <laughs> you, who? Jim Broadbent. Who the fuck is Jim, Jim Broadbent? Broadbent. Who For the what? Fuck? Iris. For what? <laughs> Iris? Who the fuck is Iris? Oh, man, we're going to have to write the Academy on this uh, one. Little, little you're going to hear from uh, us. Yeah, what the fuck were you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> when you got Hawk crushing Yeah, fucking it. Hawk. Ben Kingsley, Ian McKellen, John Boyd. Wow, those are all fucking hitters. Yeah. Ben Kingsley, Ian McKellen, John Voy, Ethan Hawke. Yeah. And who's this motherfucker? I've never heard of them with the Oscar. <laughs> Jim Broadbent. Jim, Jim Broadbent. Broadbent. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my God. <sighs> I think we're going to have to stop this episode. <laughs> right? Stop it. It's a fucking goddamn shame. We're going to have to write some letters. Oh, fuck. I don't know. God damn it. Oh, well, fucking training day. What? What is there to say about it? It's a fucking excellent film. We're gonna, I mean, we, we're gonna do one. We're, we're gonna, gonna do, do the episode. Yeah, we gotta do the training day episode. Get too into not it. today, but we'll do it. But yeah, um, uh, two thousand one, two thousand four. We get to before sunset. So I watched this movie on cable mm-hmm. when I was like a teenager, and so I watched that one before I watched Before Sunrise. I had no idea it was a sequel to it. Before sunset 
is all in real time. Um, Richard Linklater is fucking awesome director. So he did that movie tape in in a room with just three people. Before sunset, it takes place. Um, uh, Wait, where's, what year was Before Sunset? 2004. So okay. that movie takes place nine years after Before Sunrise. Before Sunrise is a movie about two people that meet while they're backpacking to Europe or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they have one night before they're going to go their separate ways. And they kind of fall in love. And they, they were just like, look, we're only going to have one night together. Mm-hmm. So let's not go to sleep, whatever. Let's spend all night together. Mm-hmm. In the morning, we're going to go our separate fucking ways. Right, right. And so they have this amazing night. And then at the end of the fucking movie, they were just like, because in the middle of the movie, they're like, we're just going to share one night. And then after that, that's it. Yeah. We're never going to see each other again. Damn. But then at the end of the, in the, when they're about to part ways, they're just like, you know what? Fuck that. Like, let's fucking meet up again. And then they're like, should we exchange numbers or addresses? So we could write each other. And they're like, no, 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 no. One year from now, you meet me here. Or six months. I can't remember the date. Mm-hmm. They're like, you meet me here. And whatever we'll we'll fucking spend some more time together damn they're like okay agreed and then the movie ends so you don't know if they will meet or obviously if you're an optimist you're like of course they're gonna gonna meet that's a true love story yeah so then this movie before sunset comes out and it's about nine years later and ethan hawk is an author who is in vienna or something um uh, doing a, a book reading and then this chick shows up there and then you find out that that he he went to the train to meet her but she never showed up Mm. and that homeboy like wrote a whole fucking book about her he never fucking saw her again whatever and so now he he's um uh he's there and he has a plane to catch in like an hour and a half whoa and the movie takes place in real time it's an hour and a half while they talk and they're just walking down the street before he has to fucking catch a fucking flight and dip. That's crazy. And he's like married. He has kids. Oh, fuck. Hawk? Yeah. And, you know, so he wrote this movie along with the chick from the movie with the director. All three of them, the two actors and the director, they all got together and wrote this movie. Mm-hmm. And this was right before he divorced Uma. That's what did it. And it's kind of like he was writing about himself. He was just like... I am in this marriage. I have a fucking child with this person, mm-hmm. but I'd rather be with oh somebody else. And this was right before he got divorced. Holy <laughs> shit! I'm down with that. Hockey, sneaky fucking. So you remember guy. that meme that you sent me that says the, the where it's Ethan Hawke saying, "I know," <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. That's the end of that oh, fucking movie. Fuck. Where um, uh, so he keeps like delaying going to the fucking airport. Mm-hmm. Because he has to make this fucking flight. So he keeps delaying, keeps denying it. And then finally he's in her apartment. She's like dancing for him. And he's sitting on the couch. And she's like, you're going to miss your flight. And he's playing with his wedding ring. And he's like, I know. Like, I'm I basically choosing you. Fuck. So that, so I remember I watched. That sounds good. So I watched that movie. Not even knowing about the one before. I just watched that movie because it was just like really, it was interesting. It was just a movie of two people walking down the street just talking. Mm -hmm. And then like four or five years later, I was hanging out with my sisters and this movie came out on TV and it was before sunset and before sunrise. 
I was like, what the fuck? It's like the same actors, like younger. And then I was just like, what the fuck does this movie? Is this a fucking the movie? I saw a sequel like mm-hmm. to this movie. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh shit, that's fucking nuts. Anyways, that's pretty awesome. 2005. <laughs> <laughs> we get assault on precinct 13. Yeah. Fucking hit her. Fuck yeah. We got Morpheus. There, yeah. Dude, you got Jaw. <laughs> Where is Jaw, bro? You got Jaw ruling there. You got Leguizamo. Yeah. Hitters. Yeah. <laughs> we love Assault on Precinct 13. It's the good. remake of a John Carpenter film. Um, uh, yeah, it's awesome. Fucking Ethan Hawke in a fucking action movie. Finally. Yes. <laughs> yes. Finally. I get into that one too much. 2005 again. He was doing hitters. Mm-hmm. Fucking Lord of War. Lord of War. Nicholas Clash King. of Titans, right, right. there. Who's Motherfucking win? savages. I don't know, man. I, I don't know. know. I fucking love Nicholas Cage. Yeah. I love him. Yeah. But you, I don't know. This is Hawk Talk, not yeah. Cage Talk. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> when he finally gets him too in that one, he has this smirk like, "Motherfucker, I got you." Yeah. Cage. <laughs> no one, dude. Oh, I love that movie. That's just the the same director of Gattaca. Nice. That movie. That's a sick ass film. Yeah. We'll get into that one another day. Um, okay. Uh, uh, 2006, Fast Food Nation. Mm. That's another Richard Linklater film. It's the only reason I'm mentioning it. And then um, uh, 2007, this movie got to watch. Before the Devil Knows You're Dead. Mm. That's a fucking terrific movie. Philip Seymour Hoffman. It's about two brothers that tried to rob the jewelry store that their mom owns. And they were like, oh, so the insurance is going to cover it. And then they accidentally like kill their mom. Marissa Tomei is in this one. Naked. What? Doggy style. Titties flapping. Ass jiggling. Before she was looking too old. Like it was like perfect, like older, but like outstanding marissa tome a terrific movie okay and i like the the quote in the beginning of the movie something like may you spend one minute in heaven before the devil knows you're dead pretty cool that's pretty damn good (laughs) right we're starting to 2009 daybreakers yes (laughs) fuck yeah fucking I, we saw that one in the theater, right? We saw that shit. I don't think I saw it with you in the theater. I, I saw it for sure. I saw it in the theater, but I think I remember taking a girl to go see it. Oh, okay, yeah. No, no, no. Um, uh, fuck yeah, that's a terrific movie. That special note on that, because we're going to talk about two movies specifically. And the director of this movie were the... How did we say? We were gonna, I said Spearg, but Spearig is how we... How we Spearig, yeah. Spearig. How we said the official pronunciation. Michael and Peter Spearig. The Spearig brothers directed this movie. And it's just a great concept for a movie. It's a, a movie where vampires are the, the dominant species. And, like, human beings are, like, fucking you know hiding and shit you know it's a terrific concept for a movie it takes place in the year 2019 oh shit so this vampire shit's about to go down (laughs) it's about to go down watch out for the watch those necks boys and girls watch out for them vamps yup um uh, after that in 2011 he did a miniseries of moby dick for Hmm. stars john hurt as uh captain ahab the only thing I really liked about this miniseries was straight up 
Ethan Hawke. Well, you watched it? I did. Because of Ethan Hawke. Okay. And um, uh, his character, because you know how you know how movie dick ends, right? It's like they're 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 hunting this white whale, and basically everybody dies, fucking, because of Captain Ahab and his fucking pride that he wants to fucking kill this fucking whale. He keeps mm-hmm. chasing it down, and then they all fucking basically go down. Or maybe maybe there's a few survivors, but basically everybody dies. And finally, at the end of the of the tale, the fucking whale brings down the ship that they're in, and there's like a little kid in in it who is like you know the help or whatever. And so when the ship is sinking, he gets trapped, and they can't get him. They they can't set him free, and he's like fucking crying, like I don't want to fucking die. And Ethan Hawke's character decide, even though Ethan Hawke can get away. He decides to stay there and die with him so that the little kid's not so afraid. That's hardcore. So that's dope. the only reason I, I kind of like <laughs> that shit. It's not bad. 2012, we go right into Sinister, my boy. Fire. Hitter. Fire. Hitter. That's fucking children doing horrible yeah. things. Yeah, some pretty good and stuff. And spoilers. I mean, we've already spoiled a lot of these. Yeah. You know, Moby Dick kills Hawk, guys. But... <laughs> <laughs> But Sinister has one of the most fucked up endings. Spoilers for Sinister. <laughs> it's a fucking. It's about a bunch of little kids fucking killing their families in really creative ways. Yeah. Um. Uh, like kids shouldn't be able to pull that shit off. Yeah, I'm sure they wouldn't be able to. But, no, but they did though. Um. Uh, there's that scene where. Uh, called pool party. All the fucking family, they're all tied up to uh, um, uh, pool chairs. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, one by one, they're pulling the chairs that they're tied into into the fucking pool to drown one by fucking one. Yeah. So dark. It's <laughs> fucked up, dude. Another one, they like hang them all in the tree. Yeah. And That's another, the one with the fire, right? In the, in the garage? Is oh, another the- one, they... <laughs> They throw them all in a car and set the car on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. And then at the end of that, when fucking Hawk figures it out, it's too late. Mm-mm. His son yeah. kills him and his whole family with an axe. <laughs> Chops them all up. <sighs> Fucked up movie. This is legit. Really good. Straight into. All right. So after that, 2013 before midnight, this is part three. Of that fucking series I'm talking about Okay Another nine years goes by From these two characters They're Jesse and Celine Okay So nine years goes by You catch up with them again They're on a vacation in Greece And um uh, They're I don't know if they're married But they're together And they have They have kids mm. And then so in this movie, it's, they're kind of, you know, they've been together for nine years. Wait, so do they explain why she didn't go the first year? Yeah, they explain that in the second movie. Uh, why? I need to find, why? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, her grandma died. Oh, okay. And she couldn't fucking make it. That's a lame excuse, dude. Right? How dare you, said gay. <laughs> um, uh, well, they the they they talk about in the first movie they were like talking a lot about her grandma, or there was a point in the movie where they was like talking about her. Okay, grandma. so then this midnight one, midnight one, they've been together for nine years. He left his wife for her, of course. 
he has this messed up relationship with his wife. He lives in like Paris or France now with this woman. He's not so close to his son that he had with his wife. With his Uma. Previous, with his previous, with Uma. <laughs> <laughs> because he has to live over the, over in like Paris or France to be with this other one. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's like missing out on his son growing up. And then this one's brutal. This one's brutal about fucking like relationships and about, that's fucked up. I don't and, hear this. and about how like people that have been together for a really long time can like wait should we get into this right now man if we make people cry and shit <laughs> fucking pansies if you do <laughs> fucking just weak fucking people maybe hey, hey. weaklings when, <laughs> when hawk's behind it dude it'll make anyone cry yeah but we'll really get into these movies at one point all right and then after that so that's another link later Linklater film Right after that He released Boyhood This fucking terrific Wait are you skipping The Purge dude Yes I'm skipping Why are you skipping The fucking Purge Because although Hawk is in it And he's fucking fantastic (laughs) It's not a good movie No it's not But you gotta You gotta respect The game player Well you know what (laughs) I do Okay but then That movie had like Fucking four fucking sequels yeah. None of which had Hawk in it, okay? You're right, you're right. So I didn't even want to fucking mention okay, it. Okay, <laughs> I'm just saying. So a lot of people a lot of people know that fucking movie, and they might not know that the Hawk... The Hawk started all. Yeah. The Hawk took flight on that. Yeah. One, and the rest is history, boys and girls. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going into Boyhood. So just like, like one of the most awesome things about that before trilogy... Is that it's a fucking trilogy of movies that follows a relationship with like nine year gaps in between. And then you see the relationship in different fucking stages. Like the fucking lovey-dovey fucking phase. Like this middle phase. And then like the fucked up, like I kind of hate you phase. You know, like I'm sick of you phase. What's up with this Lorelei chick, bro? What does she play? Lorelei Linklater. Oh, yeah. Samantha. that's, That's his daughter. So what's awesome about Boyhood is that he shot the film with in 12 years. So it's, it starts this kid and it, 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 it chronicles like him growing up. So he took 12 years to shoot it with the same kid, all the same actors, Ethan Hawke, um, um, Patricia Arquette, um, uh, his daughter, the Linklater chick that you just mentioned. Mm-hmm. So like, Every couple of years, he would just shoot a scene and then whatever, like set it aside, go off and direct all these different movies. And I remember reading about this like three or four years before it came out and it was just called the 12 year project. And it was just like, yeah, it's he's making a movie about a kid growing up and he's shooting it with the actual kid growing up and shooting him within 12 fucking years. So you see him as a fucking little kid by the end of it. He's going off to fucking college and it's just like, it's just amazing. That's he fucking actually, crazy. He took the fucking time to do that. Pulled shit. it off. Is it good? Yeah, it was. Um, uh, Patricia Arquette won an Oscar for it. He was nominated for a bunch of Oscars. And Richard Linklater, since this was like the fucking one, two, three, four, five, six. It was the seventh movie he did with Ethan Hawke. Um, uh, he told Ethan Hawke that if for some reason he died before he finished making the film that Ethan Hawke had to finish, finish it. it. That's so fire. That's, pretty fucking That's cool. legit. 
Then we're right into boyhood. From boyhood, we get right into the fucking the, what we're here to talk about. Um, uh, predestination. <laughs> Twenty fourteen. Heavy year for Hawk. <laughs> it's a solid fucking movie. That movie. I believe dude. he also got nominated for an Oscar for Boyhood. Didn't win again. Damn it. Um, uh, so predestination. I made you watch this movie. It took me a while, but I finally got. Yeah, you didn't want to. to. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's really hard to make Bondo watch movies <laughs> that I want him to watch. I'm like, dude, this movie's awesome, and he's just like hype. <laughs> Most of them are, dude. How dare you? You're all hyped up on a bunch of shit. Like dude. what? I don't know, like <laughs> Batman and shit. What? Affleck Batman, you were just like, dude, I can't believe. That's not true. Yes, it was. <laughs> That's you, not true. You were so hyped. I was it very up, disappointed dude. by that. What? Movie. Yeah. Didn't you tell me you loved it and that you like love Ben Affleck and all this shit? <laughs> no. Like you're fucking. Stupid, I have like dude. a bias just because I like love Superman, and even though that was a shitty movie, I still enjoyed it. But I have no <laughs> fucking issue saying that it's a shitty yeah, fucking okay, movie. Good, good. Finally, it comes out. You heard it first, right here on the. I podcast. have told you that a lot. I you're don't know lying. why you're, you're bringing lying. that. <laughs> don't lie to these people, dude. So predestination is a fucking time travel movie. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, if you haven't seen Predestination, you, I would highly recommend watching Predestination. Yeah, it's actually a really it's good It's a movie, movie about time travel and like, like time. It's kind of a time cop thing. It's like about police that fucking like time traveling police. If you haven't seen it, I recommend watching it and. I recommend you stop listening right now because I'm gonna we're gonna spoil this yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. It's fair warning right here. And um, uh, this is a movie that fucking blew me away. The ending of this movie, I think, is so fucking awesome. The movie, all, the whole movie is awesome, but the ending is fucking amazing. Yeah, it's, it's and it's not a long movie for the for the amount of shit that goes down. It's a re- it's a really smart movie, and it's about. Um, uh, it's about this. Uh, it starts off with this character called John. He goes to this uh, a bar, and he's talking to the, the barkeep, who's who's my boy Hawk, of Hawk. course. Yeah, fucking mustachioed Hawk, mm-hmm. looking good in yeah. a vest. I think he's wearing a vest. He's, yeah, know. he has a vest. Damn right, he has a fucking vest. No one, <laughs> <laughs> no one pulls a vest off like Hawk. I've said it many times. <laughs> I'll continue to say it. Exactly. So they're talking, and then basically, like, um, uh, she can you get me one Aussie book? Thank you. Um, uh, he talks about how you know everyone has a story and shit, and then so John, the guy at the bar, tells him like, "I'll bet you a bottle that I'll I can tell you the greatest story you've ever heard." Yeah. Right. So so my boy Hawk takes the fucking bait. You know, mm-hmm. this is like, all right, bitch. I I work at a bar, but mm-hmm. whatever. I'm Let's down. I'm down for you to you think kill it. a couple hours. Yeah. Why not? Mm-hmm. And slow, I could drink. S- snow night, slow night for Hawk. Yeah. So, so I when when you watched it, and before you, they revealed that that this that John was a girl. Could you tell it was a girl? Not at all. No. No. no? Really? Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. She kind of looked like Leonardo DiCaprio, doesn't A she? little bit, you know? It's kind of <laughs> weird. <laughs> Had me guessing for a little while. Um, but then it's... It, 
she uh Sarah Snook, Sarah Snook who she, gives she, a terrific fucking performance. Goes hard, yeah. Movie. She goes hard into her character, so she Thank really sells the uh just a feminine looking dude, straight up. Yeah. So when she starts telling him the story, she who is he's John and he's a man. See, he says, um, uh, when I was a little girl, and then Hawks is like, He looks what? over like, what the fuck? The fuck? And then he was just like, let me tell my story. So then he goes back in time. And apparently John used to be Jane. Jane. And Jane, let me tell yes. you. <laughs> she's a little cutie She's pie. looking good. She's looking good. She's, she's a, smart as hell. She's got glasses. Yeah. I'm digging her hair. Mm-hmm. Everything about it. <laughs> no, she looked good. She looked good. She's in, a cutie little pie. As Jane. Yeah. So, like, she was... Uh, <clears throat> She was given up for adoption when she was born. They left her in an orphanage. She like never felt um uh, she never felt parental love. She never felt love. She never felt like she belonged. Friendship. None of that. She was shit. a loner. Yeah. She would get into fights a lot. Yeah. And also she was like the smartest person in in class. Yeah. Like she wasn't trying and she was smarter than everybody else. Yeah. And then so this at this time in the movie, it's in the 60s or the 70s? 60s, I believe. It starts, it might be in the 70s. Because they, when they go back in time, that first time, they go back to 63. Oh, you're right. So, yeah, like 70s. Maybe early 70s, yeah. late Well, 60s. they start off with her as a kid. So, maybe late 60s, maybe 9 no, or I'm 10. I'm talking about when they're at the bar. Oh, no, that's, yeah, that's way later. Like yeah. 70s, maybe even 80s, bro. No. Because when they go back to 1963, mm -hmm. that's when, when he, he, she falls in love with herself. Uh -huh. So she was already college. She was already older. It was college. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so the, the mind fuck of this movie is, um, uh, this, this, this girl who felt alone her whole life, excelled academically. She wanted to be an astronaut, but they wouldn't accept women, women. to be astronauts, but she was kind of still trying anyway. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, so they... Um, what am I getting? I got lost. They recruit her. So she's at the top of her class. There's this gentleman, he shows up, and he's like, you know, my company... Uh, offers this program I believe it was called like Space Corps or some Something bullshit like, like that, that where it's just a bunch of females who are who are trying to be astronauts Most and then of her, them are dying pieces yeah they're pretty good they look good <laughs> <laughs> and, and she's in the middle of this and she's just like yeah all these women are whores that's yeah. her words her words she's and saying this dumb whores yeah too. dumb whores and uh, she's, she's, <laughs> she's smashing all the requirements all that type of yeah, shit laughing at everybody yeah. else as they're like yeah. falling like you girls ain't shit and then so one day she gets into a fight with one of them yeah get into a fist fight and she gets kicked out mm -hmm. and then she just fucking becomes like a like a nanny mm -hmm. and so she's like hopeless she was like on the verge of working for like fucking nasa it's not nasa in in this no, no, no. movie but it's like I would, Wait, I'm but assuming what, the what happened what NASA. happens right before she gets kicked out the fucking doctor comes up to homeboy yeah, we can we, we can we'll, we'll come to that. We'll come to we'll it later. We'll okay. Come to that right now. So she gets kicked out. She becomes a fucking a um, nanny, and then she she goes to school. She so she goes 
decides to go to the school, become more academic and shit. And one day she meets somebody and they share. It's not a, it's not only a single night, is it? It's like maybe a couple of days. A couple or days. Yeah. So she falls in love with somebody and and um, uh, they fuck her. She gets pregnant and he dips. I'm out. I'm gone. <laughs> and so. Um, uh, she, and at this point, like she's kind of back in the mix of becoming an astronaut again. Yeah. But then she becomes pregnant. Yeah. And then no. she's definitely out. Yeah. So, so then no she, fly zone. Right so there. then she goes back to living this like sad, miserable. I'm alone and pregnant life. Yeah. She goes and she has this baby. When she has a baby, the doctor and this doctor is cold blooded. Cold blooded. Yeah, he? yeah. He even he even lights up a cigarette. Like a cigarette. <laughs> like, up, I, it's pissing me off that you have inconvenience. <laughs> yeah. I have to tell you this. God damn it. <laughs> so fucking. Um, uh, Way to waste my day, lady. Yeah, I have <laughs> to fucking give you a speech, woman. <laughs> <laughs> so when she she gives birth to this child, the doctor's just like, "All right, so like there was complications, and there was so much bleeding and stuff." And, there, and so he was asking her, like, "Have you ever had like a fucking medical examination before, like a thorough one?" Yeah, and she's like, "Yeah." And he's just like, well, no one ever told you like that there was something different about you. And she's like, no. And he's like, all right, well, you had both female and male reproductive organs, organs. and both of them work. Yeah. So when you so when she gave birth to the child, the fucking her, her ovaries, her ovaries or her vagina or whatever. <laughs> her plumbing went down <laughs> yeah um so the doctor basically told her so when that happened like your female your female genitals like were fucked up but we were able to fucking um uh, set you up we were able, yeah we were able to bring out like your your male your male genitals like we made we made you a, a urinary canal Mm-hmm. So like you're gonna need a lot more surgeries, but basically you're gonna be a dude. You're a guy now. now. And so she's like, that's like one of like, like the really sad, heartbreaking scenes when she's like, she kind of gives into like, all right, fine, I'm gonna be a guy, and she's like taking hormones, and she said like, but that, her voice never got deep enough, so she started to fake it. Yeah. And there's this really messed up scene where she's like sitting on a hospital bed like trying to sound like a man. She like starts breaking down and crying and gets me, bro. <laughs> no, she says something too that's pretty fucking powerful. She's saying that she's suffered like what a woman has to everything a woman has to endure as far as like love and giving birth and everything. And now that was completely taken away from her. She's no longer a woman. She can't legit say, "Hey, I'm a woman that that I went through this shit. Now I'm a fucking dude. And yeah. I'm packing. <laughs> packing heat. We're packing heat now. Yeah. And then, so after all that sacrifice, she had this baby. She couldn't realize her dreams. Her baby gets snatched at the fucking oh, hospital. Yeah, fucking <laughs> take the kid. <laughs> shit. And then, so after that, 
she kind of now that she's a dude and she changed her identity she tries to become an astronaut again and then what happens after that she uh, <laughs> i'm not sure but i don't remember she's not able to become an astronaut that's no. the point and then she ends up there at the bar at with the hawk bar. yeah 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 and then so she tells hawk like so was that like the best story you've ever heard oh no no, no. she she so that she capitalizes she's like oh and i just came from a doctor's appointment oh yeah she had just officially uh found out that that uh he could reproduce yeah he wasn't firing blanks anymore. Uh-uh. my boy john was packing locked real and heat. loaded yeah. dude six shooter <laughs> <laughs> it's ready to bust all over everyone mm-hmm. dude so yeah so uh he was pumped <laughs> so he went straight to a fucking bar to yeah. tell hawk and so hawk so then at that point she's saying like how she hates the guy that got her pregnant and ruined her life and how she wishes that she could kill him mm-hmm. and that's sort of like the main line of the movie is kind of like the main thing that kind of keeps coming up again it's the first line ever spoken in the movie yeah actually. yeah it's just like the line is like what if i could put him in front of you the man that ruined your life it's like and and i could tell you that you can kill him and there's you'll absolutely get away with it like, yeah. would you do it or would you hesitate yeah so she he asks her that question and she's just like fuck yeah i'd fucking do it and he's just like all right and then you start to know that hawk knew who she was all along and was kind of waiting for her there mm-hmm. and then you find out that hawk is like this time traveling cop and he's just like all right well come to the back with me right now i got this time machine i'm gonna take you right to that fucking moment mm-hmm. that you met him so you know where he's gonna be so you could fucking you can kill him and then we'll dip so you're gonna get away with it mm-hmm. right and then she's he's like are you willing to do that shit and she's just like well fuck it yeah and at the same time he's just like saying that he basically wants to recruit her to be one of these time cops mm-hmm. it's like you went through all this training you're somebody who has no family nothing to live for you have no connection to the world so you're perfect for this job because to have this job you can't have anybody that you really fucking care about right right so she's like fuck it i'm in so they go back in time to the to the right when she's gonna meet this guy that fucking got her pregnant and so hawk just leaves her he's like all right you know where you know where it's gonna go down around you know where it's gonna go down go fucking do your thing and i'll come back like when oh you know what he he gives her the gun because he has two pistols oh, that's right he's like here's your gun he's like are you are you gonna be able to pull that trigger again so he's just like asking over and over it's like you better be down with this shit bitch because you got one shot uh-huh in fact you got six if you want to unload i believe eminem said it best my boy you got you one only shot? get one shot <laughs> <laughs> it's opportunity you know once in a lifetime <laughs> <laughs> but um Um, and so so all right so she this all happened at a college campus she kind of bumped into him when they were like she was walking out of class Mm -hmm. kind of a crowded place so she's standing there looking for him looking for the guy and then she sees herself so she's like oh shit there i am but she's still looking around for this guy and um uh Oh, so when she was telling the story about how she fell in love with this guy that ruined her life, mm-hmm. she talked about how they bumped into each other and how 
how there was these certain words exchanged. Yeah. Like she said something like, I forget what she said. Me God too. Damn it. Me too. But it was something like, well, like watch where you're going, and then he like responds with a certain certain um, answer. So he's looking around for this fucking guy, and at that moment, the chick bumps into him, and it's that moment, and he realizes. That the person that she fell in love with was himself as a man in the future yeah. that fucking came back. And it's just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> what the What's fuck? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, so. He goes for it. He's he still. completely goes for it. So he realizes what's happening. She says the line that she remembers saying. And he's like, oh, fuck. So he says what he knows that he has to say. Right. And he's like looking at her and this chick is pretty beautiful, right? She's pretty. And so the guy was just like, damn, like, like you're beautiful. Like, like somebody should have told yeah, you yes, that, you know, somebody right. should have told you at some point in your life that, you know, you're beautiful and, you know, you could be loved and all that shit. So then they share this night and then I, I'm, I don't remember. I don't know if it's clear if they only share one night together or a couple of days or whatnot. And they make it seem like one night because she's wearing the same shit. Yeah, but I feel like in the same movie, I mean, I mean, in the same time when she's a woman, she's kind of wearing similar shit the whole fucking time. That's she's true. like in a certain kind of uniform. And then so. So he kind of gives in and he's like, fuck it. Like, I love her, which is like, I love me. Yeah, it's, it's weird. He's like, fuck it. I love her and I want to be with her. Oh, it was. Uh, things may come to those who wait, but only things left by those who hustle mm. is the quote that she says. Very well. She's like, oh, I'm waiting for someone. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. He She's like, that. I'm thinking the exact same things. I know you are, bitch, because I am you. Damn. That's hardcore. That's so divine. <laughs> it's <laughs> fucked. It's fucked. Immediately starts hitting on her. Yeah. himself, exactly. herself. Herself is fucking nuts. Oh, then, man. At the same time, oh wait, so there's a whole backdrop of this fizzle bomber. Yeah. And so like the whole city's kind of like afraid of this terrorist who keeps them um, uh, doing um, uh, blowing places up and shit. And you find out that Ethan Hawke's job is he's trying to stop that guy. Yeah. His, his time cop duty is to catch this fizzle bomber who somehow like um uh, keeps like they can't catch him because every time he, he does this bombing that kills like 11,000 people. But every time they try to go back and catch him, it's a different day. Mm -hmm. So they can't catch him. And Ethan Hawke's trying to fucking catch him. And um, uh, oh, actually, the movie starts. Remember, there's a, with the scene of the bomb going off. So the movie stops with with um, uh, Ethan Hawke. But they're not showing his they didn't show his face. face. And no. it's pretty fucking beautiful. Even when they're supposed to show his face, like he's holding the gun out and the gun's like covering, covering his up. face. Yeah. And fuck it's it. good shit. It's good stuff. And so he catches the bomber. And, I'm, oh, no, he, he finds the bomb yeah. and, he's, and he's disarming it. And then the bomber comes in and then he has to kind of wrestle with him for a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then he takes off and then the bomb goes off. He kind of. He kind of puts it away, but the fucking blast still burns yeah. his face completely. Yeah. And it's like on fire and he's like screaming. 
And then you see somebody walk up to him and slide his time machine over to him and then walk away. And then he like sets his time machine and he dips. And the time yeah. machine looks like a... Like a violin case. Like a violin case. Something like that. Yeah, so the person slides it over to him and walks away. So then while, while um, uh, John is falling in love with Jane, fucking Hawk, Hawk goes... Back in time to try to stop the guy, the the fizzle bomber, mm-hmm. from from doing that exact thing again. Yeah, and so he goes back, and then it's the exact same scene, but then you realize that the person who slid over the fucking violin to to fucking the burned to the burned face mm-hmm. was actually Hawk. And you're just like, wait a minute, like, what the fuck is going on, shit? Mm-hmm. And so he comes back. He leaves. He leaves that time, and then he goes again. He goes back to like the even further. I can't remember what time it goes, but then you find out that he goes back in time, and he's the guy who steals the baby from the fucking nursery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking dude who they had no description of. Right? It's just a man, older man. It's a dude in a trench coat. Trench and a coat. Hat. Hella creepy too. But takes that kid right out. Takes one of the fucking future dude. Yeah. And then so yeah, he snatches the baby. And then so when he's snatching him, the guy there's like a director who's the guy who's kind of been coaching John slash Jane the whole time. And then he shows up right before he snatches the baby and he basically tells him like, you know, like how important this is. Like, like you have to take that baby. Mm-hmm. You have to take it back in time. Basically saying like, like you have to do all this so that John and Jane, so John and Jane can meet each other one day, even though they're the same fucking person, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, and you, the, you're, and like he tells him, like, you're stuck in a fucking paradox and you have to keep doing it. And it's just like, and then he's like, keep telling her, it's like, dude, I want to cause her so much pain. Like, me doing this, like, makes her have, like, a really fucked up life. And he's, just, and the guy tells him, like, you have to fucking do it. Yeah. And he's just like, fuck, like, all right. So he does it. He steals the fucking baby. <laughs> <laughs> He steals the baby and takes it back in time even further. And then he leaves it at the fucking orphanage. And then I'm... Uh, the same scene plays out again right from the beginning. Yeah, except that it's my boy Hawk. It's Hawk dropping, <laughs> off, <laughs> dropping off the baby. Yeah. And then so after that, he goes back to where um, uh, John and... Jane are in and college. Jane are, are, they're sitting on a park bench. And so she talks about how when she left him, they were sitting in a park bench and they were really happy. And then I don't know where he says, I'll be right back. He got up. He left. He never came back. Mm -hmm. That was it. The last time he saw, she saw him. So then they're sitting in that bench and then Hawk comes back. Shows right up. But boy, Hawk swoops. (laughs) (laughs) And then John sees him. And so he tells that bitch, like, all right, I'm going to be right back. Yeah. And in her, in his head, he's like, I'm going to go fucking kill this guy because he fucking set me up. He fucking knew all along that I was the person that I fell in love with and he set me up. Yeah. So I'm going to go blast Hawk in the fucking face. (laughs) Pulls out that fucking strap. And then so she goes up to Hawk. He goes up to Hawk, who's sitting on a fucking bench. And then she pulls out that guy and she's just like, 
like, bro, I'm going to fucking blast your ass. And he's just like, hold on. And so he's just like, now, like, now that you know who you are, he's like, now I could tell you who I am. It's like, and he tells him, like, you are like a very important person in like history or time. It's like, you're going to like, you go on to do very important things. And that all starts with you fucking leaving this, that yeah. fucking poor girl on the fucking bench yeah. and shit. And then fucking like he starts crying and he's just like, I don't want to leave her. Yeah, like I fucking fuck. love her and shit. And he was just like, you have to fucking do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the whole time they're going off on um, if you actually have choices to make, right? Mm. If everything's like predestined uh, or, you know, if hence, you even have a fucking choice. It's the title, predestination. <laughs> <laughs> so it's fucking legit because now it's it's conflicting on that sense where now... Uh, he told Hawk, like, do you really believe that you have a choice on things or do you think things are predestined? Yeah. And Hawk is just kind of smirking the whole time. He's like, bitch, you have no clue. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's pretty great. Yeah. So then that goes down. He he convinces her, him not to shoot him in the face. And he's just like, all right, let's go and let's get you to become a fucking time cop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. And so... They go, they go down to this fucking place. They start setting him up. They put him in a fucking gentleman's suit. Yeah. He's all suited up. Looks like a little weird Leo <laughs> from Inception. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, then what happens? But uh, how do we, how do we get to the end? Okay, so then, okay, so right when Hawk was gonna steal the baby, apparently in the whole fucking time travel shit, it's illegal. So the guy, the director, is telling Hawk, "Hey, bro." This is illegal what you're doing, and you signed an oath that we're going to fucking murk you because mm-hmm. you're not supposed to do that. That's but right. instead, he gives him an out. He tells him, you know, you'll just exile yourself, and you won't be able to bounce back in time or travel anywhere else. Your time machine's not going to work. Get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. So that's where it's at there. So he takes her back into... Him back into, what, the bar? Uh, no. So... Fuck. <laughs> this is kind of confusing. Anyways, let's just get down to the nitty fucking Okay, gritty. let's do it. So, finally, John goes off and he's going to, he's starting his career as this time cop. Time cop. Ethan Hawke is exiled. Is, they make it seem like he's retired. They're yeah. like, all right, you get to go off. Like, once you reach your final destination, your time machine's going to stop working. Mm hmm. You get to choose whatever time you want to go back to, and then um, uh, that's it. And you live your life through there, mm-hmm. and you're no longer gonna know. You're not no longer gonna have knowledge of your future. That's it. You're gonna just have to live your life. And then so he's like, "All right, cool." And then so he does it. And then when he gets there, his he's supposed to do something to his time machine that decommissions it, but there's a fucking error. Error. And his time machine does not decommission. And at that point, he kind of puts some pieces together. And, uh, and he traveled back in time to where he like a week or so before the crazy bombing attack that's going to kill all these thousands of people is going to go down. Mm-hmm. And he travels to the like location. He's going to go back and be at that fucking time. So he kind of figures some shit out and he realizes where the fucking fizzle bomber mm-hmm. is. 
And he's like, oh, fuck, I'm going to go stop this fucking guy. So he goes to the fucking... There's a laundromat. He goes to the laundromat where he finds them. And then when he gets there and the fizzle bomber's (laughs) sitting there. Yeah. Oh, my fuck. (laughs) Dude, it doesn't stop with this fucking movie, dude. These twists keep coming, my boy. Shyamalan doesn't know shit. (laughs) Fuck. So he gets to that laundromat. And it's an older him with a ponytail. With a ponytail, it's like a and um, oh, they talk about how if you keep keep traveling through time, you kind of go crazy. Yeah, yeah, get dementia and so, all this type of like, shit. Like you can only jump so many times before you start to lose your fucking mind. Yeah, and then um, uh, so he sees that his his older self became a fucking terrorist. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, what the fuck? Like, how how did, like, how did this happen or whatever? Like, you've killed all these fucking, you've killed, like, thousands of people and shit. Mm-hmm. And then fucking, oh, and then old Hawk is just like, no, I saved all these people. He's like, my time machine kept working. And he's all like, and I saved all these newspaper clippings. So he starts going through them. He's like, look, this guy, he was supposed to, like, fall asleep on the job and like 200 people died because of his life but he didn't make it to work because, because he, i fucking killed him he murked him yeah and he's like and this other shit was like so he starts talking about how he kind of started starts justifying all yeah his, so he started to kind of kill people to stop like bigger to stop a bunch of shit so he's just, he keeps saying like i saved hundreds of lives this time i saved thousands of lives this time i saved thousands of lives this time and yeah so, yeah and then the young ethan hawks is like uh, I'll never be yeah. you. And then so so then he says, like, if you shoot me, like, you're going to become me. So the only way for you to break the fucking cycle is for... And then this is where it's, you start getting into the next fucking twist. <laughs> the next twist. Because he says, he says, the only way that you can break it is, like, is if you stay and learn to love me again. And then you're just kind of like, what? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> what is this old man talking yeah. about? And then fucking Hawks just like, fuck, fuck that. No. I'm never going to become you. And I'm going to kill you. And he fucking blasts him. Yeah, unloads on that motherfucker. Yeah. And then you go back to, he's kind of like typing a book, kind of like a life story or whatever. And then I'm a. <clears throat> So while he's doing that, he's um, also he stands up. He's kind of shirtless, and you see these scars on his body. And um, uh, when when the chick became a man, yeah, Jane became John. Jane became John. She had these two scars where they took off her tits, and and she had the cesarean and the scar in her belly from when they took the baby out. So Ethan Hawke stands up shirtless. He has the same fucking scars. <laughs> and you're like, oh, shit. Fuck. So, <laughs> to recap the what happened, thing. Ethan Hawk is his own father, his own mother. He fucks himself. And gives birth, birth to, to himself. himself. <laughs> it's fucking And it's nuts. a time paradox that just keeps repeating it itself over and over. And it's oh fucked. my god, it's so gnarly. <laughs> it's really gnarly. 
Yeah, when that when that point hit and you realize this shit, you're just kind of like, what the and, fuck is and, this? And so, like, when old Ethan Hawke is talking to the younger Ethan Hawke, like, he was still saying, like, that he still was in love, love with him. Yeah, yeah. And you were just like, how oh, what's going on and shit? And then, so the whole the whole movie, he's leaving, like, a whole taped message yeah. to, to John, who's about to become this time cop. Mm-hmm. And then by the time it comes to the end, he starts kind of revealing. I think he basically reveals to him yeah. who he is. Yeah. And he's just like the the last line of the movie. I, I fucking love it. And you see Ethan Hawke is just kind of like sitting in the room, like kind of going fucking crazy. He's holding his face. He's looking down and he looks up. And the last thing that he says to 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 John the last thing on the tape, he says, is, I, I miss you dreadfully. Like, yeah. he's still, like, completely in love. Even, yeah. even if it's not a girl, even if it's John, even if it's whoever it is, like, he has, like, they're, they're completely all in love with each other. They're, like, the only people that they've ever loved. And it's all the yeah. same fucking person. It's... Even even right when uh, John is becoming is is like pretty much gonna be the time cop. Uh, he asks Hawk, "Is this professor? Is this line of work lonely?" And yeah. he kind of looks and he's just like, "Yeah, but you have purpose." Now you go to the end and this dude can't even deal with himself. His purpose is gone because he's no longer the time cop. Uh-huh. You can see that that's the transition where he becomes this fucking savage and just starts murking people. Yeah. And it's just he, like, He what? becomes like a time vigilante. Mm-hmm. And then eventually goes crazy and then just fucking just becomes a straight up terrorist. Yeah. And I know you haven't seen it a second time, but when you watch the movie the second time, it's even fucking better because you already know what happens. You already know who these people are. Mm-hmm. And there's just like this subtle, there's, these subtle hints. things yeah, there's tons of hints. that are going on throughout the whole fucking movie. Like there's this point when they're, they're in the bar and John tells the barkeeper, Ethan Hawk, like, you're a real son of a bitch. And he fucking laughs because that, that's. He's his mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and there's like a point where like John, he's trying to light a cigarette and his lighter doesn't work. And Ethan Hawke pulls out his lighter and lights it. And we play close attention. It's the exact fucking same, same lighter. lighter. It's like uh, there's a bunch of really cool things hidden in that movie that like when you see it a second time, it's just like, wow, that's yeah. so fucking well fucking done. Yeah, that movie's fucking great, man. And then there's a part where he's singing this song that's called I'm My Own Grandpa, which is also kind of letting you yeah, know yeah. what's happening. That's right. Ugh, and yeah, then, it's a good one. And then um, uh, when when um, uh, when he says, like, what did the guy look like when he was describing the man that he fell in love with? It's like, what did the guy look like? He said he was just a guy. So I don't know, like you and me. This is like, oh, dude, it was it. you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. You're right. Yeah, there's yeah, a bunch I need to rewatch really that cool. now. <laughs> there's a bunch of really cool things Shit. in it. Yeah. Oh, and then so in the beginning of the movie where you see um, the person with the burning face, 
And then after he, w- he wakes up in the hospital and he's got bandages mm-hmm. and then the doctor's telling him you're not going to look the same and he takes it off and it's like Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke, yeah. But when you find out at the end is that when they've burned because Ethan Hawke and the Jane and John look nothing alike. No, nothing. So when his face burned off, it's basically like they cut the face off of another person and yeah, sewed yeah. it onto him. Yeah. So he looked completely different. Yeah, and that's yeah. why they didn't fucking recognize And you know, at the end, other. too, where, where it plays back that scene and the bomb goes up, you still see the uh, John slash Jane character's face burning up. And it's just like, oh, fuck, it's that. Mm-hmm. And then you put it back and, okay, that's when she removes the shit. Yeah. He removes the shit. Yeah. It's you fucked think, up. You think something else is happening. Yeah. But it's just like, no, it was this. It's yeah. like, ah, <laughs> God damn you. <laughs> that's what I'm telling you, man. Fucking Shyamalan, eat your fucking heart out. Yeah, dude. That's how you twist. Step it up, Shyamalan. That's how you fucking twist. Step it the fuck up, dude. Take a fucking... Uh, note from the spear eggs. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I want to read the short story. It's based on a short story called "All You Zombies," and he says that line. He does say, he say that line in the like right at the end where he's everything's kind of revealing itself. He says, "I know where I come from, but where do all you zombies come from?" Yeah, he's like I know where I came from. I made myself like, <laughs> falling in love with myself, fucking myself, <laughs> giving birth to myself. You piece of shit. So gnarly, <laughs> so gnarly, dude. <laughs> Woo! Oh my god, and it's crazy because like at certain points, and like like the one that suffers the most is Jane. Yeah, even though they're the same person. It's like Jane's the one that goes through all the shit. John, it's like it's like they are different fucking people. They, even though they all go through different fucking things. They all have like a different. What's what's really fucking crazy is that it, okay. So if you go deeper and put in some serious thought into it, and you kind of want to say, okay, well then, what if John wasn't uh, able to fucking produce reproduce? That means that that had to happen over and over again. So that lifetime of that person getting that news that day to go to the bar to meet Hawk in order to time travel <laughs> and fuck itself. It's fucking nuts. It's like, oh, what? yeah. And oh, then, oh, so then it's described from what I read. So the reason that he was able to have two reproductive organs is because he had sex with himself. Jesus. So for some reason <laughs> that I don't know. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Medically, I'm not know. sure. I, mean, I don't think anyone has ever had sex with themselves <laughs> and gotten themselves pregnant. But if you did, maybe you would make a you <laughs> that, with two that had two different things. I don't know. Man. That's a trip. It's a trip. <laughs> it's a fucking trip. That movie's awesome. Highly recommend that fucking film. And then what sucks about that movie is that what I remember when it came out, like it it didn't have like a major release. It kinda went straight to VOD. Like that's how I watched it. I saw the trailer to it. And the trailer just looked like a like a time cop it just looked like a time cop movie. Like an action time travel movie. and i was like it has ethan hawk in it sign me up bro it's that's all i good. need that's it's all i need it's gonna be big yeah it's gonna be biblical <laughs> and I, I was fucking in and then i watched it and i was just like holy crap it was nothing like what i expected and then i remember i bought it and when i i mean i'm sorry i really hope that you guys kind of stopped yeah and, and and watched it before i fucking spoiled the fuck out of it <laughs> for all of you guys but 
because um, uh, I remember when I watched it, the trailer doesn't really let you know what the like. It just lets you know that it's about a time traveling cop that's trying to stop a bomber. Yeah, which is in itself a fine plot. Yeah, I'm with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then they hit and you. And then when you fucking, watch that shit, yeah. you're like, whoa. And I remember when I watched when I watched that, I was just like, I need to own this movie. Like this is a must own for the fucking collection. Yeah. And I went out and bought it, and in the back of the box. It fucking kind of gives away the plot. It's just like it says, like it's about a cop who has to go back in time to recruit himself. And I was just like, man, like I didn't know that no. when I watched the movie, and that fucking made it like that much more like fucking crazy when you find out that it's him. Yeah. But if like the fucking box tells you that he that he's him, it takes away so much from the fucking movie. I'll tell you what, look, you told me about this movie a while back I ago did. and I and I fought it off, but the way you told me it had nothing to do with this. You were like, Bro, time travel, transgenders and some other shit. And I was like, What the fuck is this who talking about? I wanna hear about your fetishes. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna watch Dude, a good hawk movie. Don't tell me about this. <laughs> I don't wanna know what you watch. Being <laughs> being being that I watched this shit literally yesterday, knowing that it still fucking blew my mind. I was exactly. like, What the fuck? And I had my, my older brother there, he was sitting next to me. And as I was ha- as I was figuring it out, I was like, fuck. And then the next one comes like shit, <laughs> and he's just like fuck, <laughs> tripping out, dude. Because you oh, watched it with you. Yeah, he sat down towards the end. He watched the end oh, of it towards me. I was like fuck, and he was still like he he kind of. Well, the ending. End. I mean, whatever. You'll get it. Yeah. You, you figure out what happens. It lays it all at the end. But yeah. it's fucking nuts. It's it's legit. It's an excellent fucking movie. I remember also when I when I bought it. I had it like on my digital, on my, it's on my voodoo, which is how you fucking watched it. Mm-hmm. So I, um, uh, I had let my sister, my older sister, Rosie, she had just, I, I had let her use my account. And she was just like, oh, let me use your thing. And I was like, okay, but you have to watch this movie. You got to watch Predestination. <laughs> <laughs> Comes with the app. <laughs> yeah, she was like, okay. And then so the next time I saw it, it was straight up like, come here. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> what was that? And I was like, right? Yeah. She was like, I don't get it. And I was just like, whoa. <laughs> Check this crazy shit out. She was like, he was his own mother and father. I was like, yes. She's like, how? I was like, I don't fucking know. But, but yeah, it's fucking mind blowing. Yeah, it's fucking nuts. Yeah, exactly. Monkey. <laughs> How do you? Do? <laughs> it's fucking uh, awesome. Yeah, I can't. I mean, I know. Probably, if anybody is still listening, <laughs> if anybody listened to it all the way, you probably did not take our advice and stopped listening to yeah, it. You fucked <laughs> up. It's not our fault. And we revealed the whole. We're movie telling to you to go watch that shit. Still fucking watch it. Even if you did hear this shit, go yeah, watch it. Still watch it. The, like the end where it all comes together. Like those last five minutes are so fucking like ah yeah. like that. You we, like we, have to watch it. We did leave a bunch of shit out. Oh wait, we did. We yeah, did. There's tons of stuff, but you know what? That's just the gist of what the fuck. Yeah, you know? we like broke it down to like its simplest form. And it's not a long movie either. It's, it's an not hour thirty seven yeah, minutes. It's a pretty short movie for. For what happens in it. There's a lot of shit. There's a lot of shit going down, but it's in like, a, in a way, I almost wished that there was like a fucking three hour version of this yeah. movie. Yeah. 
It's tons of dialogue, but the the scenes are awesome. It's shot really good. So it's, and you it's, got like Hawk, dude. Hawk brings he brings it to every movie. Hawk's been in mostly good movies, but he's been in really bad movies too. Mm -hmm. And even when Hawk's in a bad movie, motherfucker brings his A game every time. When Hawk starts screaming, yeah, you're fucking in for a treat. Yeah, we were we were supposed to talk about another movie today that we're not obviously not gonna have time to anymore because we kind of. Again, <laughs> <laughs> went over the time. We again fucking took a little longer than we wanted to, but we were gonna talk about First Reform. Yeah, and um, uh, that in that movie he has a pretty subtle performance. Where at most of the movie he's kind of calm and collected. Mm -hmm. But there's the two points in that. There's at least yeah. There's like two good points in that movie where he loses it. And the acting in it is just terrific. Yeah. When he tells off that chick. Yes. When he's just like, bitch, get off my nuts. Yeah. <laughs> and he fucking tells you. her off. That's a really good movie, too. Um, uh, we will talk about that movie. We'll do another one on that one, for um, sure. Uh, so, for future reference, watch First Reform. Yeah, yeah. It's. A, I think that's a, also a very terrific movie. Also has an ending that's like, huh? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely, yeah. Bono, my boy Bono was pissed. Yeah, it pissed me off. It just cuts out like, hey, what the fuck? Like, it doesn't give you a definite answer, and it just kind of leaves you with, huh? Like, what happened? And they do it on purpose, too. It's like a blank fucking uh, frame with nothing on it to just let you sit there yeah, and what is, the fuck? Yeah, it's like, come it, on. It lets you sit before the credits roll. It, it's black for a minute and you're kind of just like please don't be it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't let those credits show up and, and they, then show they show up right. and you're like ah <laughs> like, yeah, what right. the fuck happened so yeah watch that one for what is it first reform first reformed yeah it's a fucking hitter it's a it's a really good movie it's it's got no no love at the oscars this year but i think technically it's the most um uh well received like re well received movie of the year if you take all the all the critics like all every movie and their rating it's the highest rated movie of of 2018 that's what's up and um, no hot crushes in that shit he fucking uh, there's this fucking like i didn't know i didn't know what that movie was about it's i basically went didn't tell you what it was about either you went into it completely fucking yeah, yeah. naked to it yeah and so I didn't know what it was about either when I watched it. And I just knew Ethan Hawke was playing a priest. And where that movie goes is yeah. just kind of like, I did not see this no, shit no, come. No. There's a, like, like 10, 15 minutes in. This is when I knew I was like, okay, this movie is pretty fucking long. There's a fucking scene of dialogue between Ethan Hawke oh, yeah. and, a, and a guy. And they're talking about... Um, uh, bringing like the guy wants to have an abortion so uh, he's, he's he's asking the priest like hey bro will your god forgive me is basically what he's saying yeah and then so they have this fucking deep ass conversation and the conversation's like 10 15 minutes long maybe yeah and you're completely engaged Fuck in that yeah. shit Fuck it's yeah. like when a movie like that where it's just a conversation between two people that has like your complete attention and is making you ask yourself questions. Yeah, yeah. You're just like shit. Like 
it's legit. It's legit. Let, let's not get too crazy yeah, into it because yeah. we'll talk about the whole fucking yeah. thing. <laughs> First so, or four, in fact, hour two of the Hawk Talk. <laughs> yeah, Hawk Talk, episode two. Watch out for that one. Yeah. 16 best actor awards. Damn. 16 for, best actor awards. What man. are you talking about? Oh, for Hawk? For Hawk? <laughs> but, no, but no Oscar love at all. No. The most, so he got. Ozzy Boy just said he's gotten 16. Um, uh, awards for that movie and probably other awards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, he's gotten a lot of praise for it, and the movie's gotten a you lot of praise. You can see why. You can definitely see why. Them fucker crushes it, it's man. It's terrific. It's a terrific fucking from, film. From being subtle to being uh, not Lugy. out. Yeah, to losing his to, shit. To, to where he's like slowly losing it, to you see moments of him losing his temper, to the bananas fucking ending we get where he's. Full blown. He's completely crazy. You're just like Jesus. How did this movie yeah. get here? <laughs> Hawk, Hawk took it to the next fucking level, bro. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, what are we gonna? Should we do that one next week, or are we gonna go elsewhere? No, we gotta go Hawk on that All one. All right. So they were the Hawk Talk continues, it boys and continue. girls. All right, predestination. It got a seven point five. What do you give it? So I would, I give that shit a ten. A ten? Yeah, I'm there. I'm there like, with that. I, I think honestly, I think. I wish it was longer. For I wish sure. there was more, more to it. It is even, dialogue heavy. It's very dialogue. So, heavy. so even, it, even though it's kind of like it was presented as an action kind of thriller mystery shit, it, there's a lot of talking in it, and there's a couple of moments of. There's really not an action movie no, at all. No, no, no. There's no. a couple of fucking moments where there's like people fight or whatever. Like the fucking cover of the, of the, of the Blu-ray is Ethan Hawke holding a gun. Yeah. So that automatically kind of makes you think it's gonna be like a, an action movie. But yeah. So it got the it got the seven point five on IMDb, and then it got a motherfucking uh, eighty four on Rotten Tomatoes, which is pretty damn good. It's good. I I feel like it's low. I feel like it's low. I would say that's like. A ninety or something. I would at minimum a ninety for sure, but yeah, it's a yeah. solid ten. If it was longer, more more fleshed. I mean, even though it's not long, a lot happens in the fucking movie. And since it's mostly dialogue, you gotta pay attention. Like, You're paying attention. Like um, uh, yeah, you get a lot of information in in the hour and a half. So maybe it sh- shouldn't have been long. Maybe it's just perfect the way it is. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I but, like it. But I think it's a fucking terrific movie And a lot of people don't know about that movie And you should definitely go out and watch it Hell yeah And let's end it there man We'll come back next week with First Reform Watch that movie Because we will be spoiling the dick out of it <laughs> Yeah. And yeah Simply Simply put Go go fuck yourselves that guys does it, that Thank does you it. for listening guys yeah, this, this does it for Hawk Talk episode 1 Episode 1 of I don't know 100,000 <laughs> Later